Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. I have a really special guest this week. I'm so excited. I was supposed to podcast with her and uh, her podcast partner in New York, but I didn't have enough mics, so I couldn't do it. And then I got super lucky because she's out in L.A. doing stand-up here right now. Um, she's a stand-up comedian, writer, actress, uh, most known for co-hosting a mega-hit podcast called Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast with her comedy partner, Corinne Fisher. They've been featured in variety uh, in a variety of publications, including Vogue, Glamour, Esquire, Huffington Post. My first time meeting you. I'm super excited. And you're doing some great stuff out here. You did, were on a sold-out show at the Comedy Store last night. Yeah. You have a show at Laugh Factory tonight, but I, I mean, this will come out afterwards. So, And you're also filming for Comedy Central's This Is Not Happening. Yes. That's exciting. So excited. So they normally film it at a strip club? They did last year. That's awesome. Anyways, uh, this is uh, Christina Hutchinson. Hi, guys. Thanks, thanks for having me, Thanks Rachel. for being here. Yeah. So why, why do they film it at a strip club? I don't I, know, I've actually but never, I'm glad they are. Okay. I, to be fair, I actually just finally watched an episode of the, that show today. I I'm notorious. Oh, really? Okay. That makes I feel watched better. a YouTube clip, a couple. I skimmed Well, them. I guess that's what Didn't I watched, watch too. Thing. I watched um, Sal Volca uh, Volcano Story, oh, I which was him. hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, you should probably watch some, huh? Maybe before yeah, you do it. Yeah, just to get like a vibe. I of mean, the... I watched it just because you were coming on my podcast and you're Shit. doing it. Maybe. Yeah. I have you do the actual show with a professional storytelling coach on my story. So <laughs> who's the coach? Uh, David Crab. Okay. He lives here actually. Oh shit! Sweet. I gotta text him. Whoops. Crab right. with two B's. Yes. Why have I seen that name before? Uh, he's amazing. Is he a comic? He's a storyteller. Storyteller. I, he's amazing. I think I've just seen that Worked name. Worked on the Moth. Risk. He's. Oh, that's awesome. I think he helped found the Moth. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't feel bad about not watching. I'm notorious for not watching things or knowing things. Well, like, that's good because then you come at it from a genuine perspective. Yeah. But then when you're like on someone else's podcast and they're like, so the Bachelorette this week. And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm, no. Mm -mm. No. Don't know. That's fine. Unless your guest was a Bachelorette yeah. or on The Bachelor. All right. Maybe you at least got to read a couple articles. But like, yeah. whatever. But I should be watching comedy stuff, too, though. Like, yeah. For research. Yeah. I do that. I do if I'm, like, writing something. If, like, I'm writing a new pilot or something, I'll, I'll watch something that's similar to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, do you have any favorite shows on TV? Um, I really liked Crashing this last season. That's good. Um, oh, man. What other shows? Well, Wonder Years was my favorite show, but that hasn't been around for a while. <laughs> I have not heard anybody list that as their favorite show, but it's you know what? It's the greatest show of all time. It's a great fucking show. It's about the best era of all time. A lot of life lessons. Yeah. Winnie. Mm. And I looked a little bit like Winnie when I was a kid. I was a little you fatter. You do kind of look like Winnie. Well... Were you f were you like a fat kid? Oh, big time! Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, that's awesome. fine. Yeah, it was How a good fat? time. Like once, well, I sometimes I say two hundred. I don't think I ever hit that. It would be like one seventy to one eighty, maybe one ninety. And it's how old it range between that? Uh, like five, twelve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like three. Big, my skin Whoa. really stretched. I don't know how it got back to normal. Well, like like almost into ju yeah junior high, pretty much. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. cool. No, it was great. I did a lot of like, I wore like crop tops and stuff though. Like I didn't know Hell I was fat. Yeah, yeah I was very confident. That's no one great. told me except for the kids at school, but my parents didn't tell me. Who? What made you lose weight? I like finally looked at a magazine and was like, oh, finally looked oh. at a magazine. Well, like paid attention to it because I just used to watch like uh, Chris Farley and David Spade movies all day long and quote oh. them with my friend. Like so I really want to be like that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Chris is funny. Yeah. Um, and then I looked at a magazine. I was like, oh, that's what people. Oh, that's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta be hot. Right, yeah, right, right, that's right, gonna, right. yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna help me out later. That's funny. I usually have like beef beef with women's magazines because they're so fucking dumb and they tell mm -hmm. women what to do, but it's in they a dumb so way. Stupid. But that kind of made your life better. Like, that yeah, it did it. totally. I'm sure, health improved. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, did you ever were you ever awkward as a kid? Oh my god, 
Yes. I was never overweight, but I was a high. I had a waxing eyebrow waxing incident uh, of 08. <laughs> eyebrows um, can ruin your face. People don't realize dude, that. I'm obsessed with eyebrows. I'm obsessed. When I when I meet somebody, a lot of times I compliment them on their eyebrows. I notice people's eyebrows. It's a fr- you have great brows, long and full and great. <laughs> um, I had an, a you waxing have great incident. Too. Oh man, thank you. That means a lot. Took a lot of work. Lot TLC. My mom. I was like, I think I need to wax my eyebrows, mom. And I was in eighth grade, and she had just separated from my dad. But it was popular when we were younger to have thinner eyebrows. It was. Pamela Anderson should have not done that to people. I know. But they were thin in a way that wasn't even cute when the thin eyebrow was popular. <laughs> and I remember I walked into school the next day. I'm like, I don't think this looks good. And my mom's like, I don't know. Uh. And I walked in, and this my friend Jeff Sykes, shout out, uh, looked at me in the hallway. He goes, somebody waxed their eyebrows too much. And I was like, what the fuck? And then... I was You're really like, hurt. How do you even know that? Yeah, but it looked so bad. It was like one of the, you know, like, you know, like the, it was an upside down V kind of. Did you take too much in the middle? Because that's the worst. Yes. Where you look so, like a Rottweiler a oh, little bit. Oh, yeah. I did that once, oh, too. Oh, yeah. That was bad. It took me years mm-hmm. to uh, to grow It's a long time. Yep. I have actually been growing mine back for like three years now. Like I actually just don't really pluck them. I don't either. I will anymore. like pluck one if it's like growing out of my eyelid, but <laughs> about the, <laughs> besides that. It's like that, a rogue hair command yeah. in your nose. Besides that, I'm yeah. just like, meh. Yeah, but eyebrows really can make, they can make a person hot. Mm-hmm. If they have like high fashion, beautiful eyebrows, you, I don't give a fuck what your face looks like. Like yeah. you look great. Totally. And you, it it's looks like, like you have your shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy about brows. So do you think you got into comedy because you were, well, you don't sound like you were that awkward. You had a bad eyebrow That stage? was bad. So that was bad. I had braces for a very long time okay. and I was scrawny, like mm-hmm. scrawny, but I had a fucking double D's and it looked wrong. It looked like a child with breast implants. I bet it looked good. It No, it really, honestly, I. That's like my dream. I, it, <laughs> to be I, a child listen, with breast implants. I had double D's, but I had the rest of the body weight to go with Right, it. right, right. <laughs> it looked wrong. It didn't, mm-hmm. and then, but also like. Grown men would sexualize me and like blah. That's a whole other oh, thing yeah. that I hated because I look more mature. But it was like, yeah, and it's like sad for a kid. Like, how do you dress so people aren't staring at you? I don't know. I wore sports bras, and Corinne always says like, I used to like just wear giant shirts and sweaters. She's like, you could put a, a sheet over a television, Christine. I'm still gonna be able to tell there's a fucking TV underneath. Yeah. I was like, good point. Good point. Good point. But uh, and then I started working out at the gym uh this past year mm-hmm. and. Like you working out and lifting weights with a trainer in mm-hmm. a way that like I would never have thought to do that on my own. Yeah. And they and I went down a cup size and I'm so excited. That is exciting. Actually, and it can like actually lift your boobs. Like it can. I don't work out as much as I used to. Today was like the one day a week I will work out probably the rest of the week. <laughs> but That's like good. but like even just doing like a bunch of like push ups and stuff, like it like lifts your boobs. Yep. It's surprising. Your pectoral muscles yeah. like perk up a little. And I'm like, this is great. Even when I lost weight, I still kept boobs most for the most part i mean i went down like like one size or two but like that's great you still have that but you look like it's well very well proportioned (laughs) like a normal proportioned person (laughs) but yeah working out can totally change your boobs yeah yeah deep thoughts by us yeah (laughs) it's true yeah you you know you're not happy with your tits ladies just do some fucking push-ups did you know when you were younger you wanted to be a comedian yeah, I wanted really? to be on Saturday Night Live. Me too. That's all I want. Really? Mm-hmm. I was obsessed. Which, which is so crazy because it was what I was obsessed with, like more than stand-up. Like I didn't really know what stand-up Same. was because it wasn't on TV at least mm-hmm. from, I don't know, maybe we didn't have HBO. When you're a kid, it's like, yeah, your dad or mom will watch SNL when you're yeah. like a little kid, but it's but rare. But you hear about comics saying like, I would put on these prior tapes and mm-hmm. listen to them when I was a kid. I didn't I really didn't know. So I knew SNL and then I knew, I was obsessed with Chris Farley pretty much. Yeah. And um, Have you ever met his brother? 
Yeah, I'm really good friends with Kevin. One time. Like one of my best friends. One, oh, that's amazing. I love one him. time I was uh, on a, somebody's podcast in New York mm-hmm. and Kevin was there. Mm-hmm. His name's Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he looks just like Chris. I, yes. And I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I knew Chris Farley had a brother. I didn't know they looked like twins. Mm-hmm. And I looked to my left and I was like, oh, what the fuck is that Chris Farley? I freaked out and I was trying to not be rude. Yeah. But I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, oh, it's Kevin Farley. I'm like, and I just was like, I wanted to touch his face. That's how it. That's what I thought when I first met him too. And his personality was like him too. And yeah. I'm just like, and he's got the, he, his smile, and it, I'm like, I was so freaked out I couldn't adorable. stop staring at him. I felt so rude. I was like, I'm sorry. He has a new podcast. You should be a guest on it or oh have him on yours. Oh my god. He because he's he's building it right now. I interned at SNL. Yeah, I saw that on your IMDb. Oh, I was on my IMDb. Well, said so huh, you're a production. Funny something oh really uh-huh. whoops that's an exaggeration and i was always exaggerate yeah that's true always um i switched colleges i was like i have to intern there i have to i'll, I'll die who, if I don't. Who, what was the cast when you were there um it was so i interviewed for it three times mm-hmm. didn't get it i think it was a fourth interview they, they gave me a pity internship yeah because uh, it was the last semester <laughs> of my college career i'm like i moved here for this and um <laughs> I <need> this. please <laughs> and she gave me a pity internship but it was um uh, Will Forte, Fred Armisen, Andy Samberg. Uh, uh, no, Kristen was gone. Uh, it was the year, I remember the very last show I did was the Jay-Z, Betty White episode. Okay. And I have the actual rundown because one so of my jobs cool. was um, between um, rehearsal, they would do, obviously they would overdo sketches mm-hmm. and then they would cut a certain amount and you have to distribute the new breakdown before air. Uh-huh. And so I would pass those out to all the production people. It was so much fun, but I kept all of them. So I have like the Jay-Z Betty White that like, is breakdown. So cool. I'm like, this is so cool. Especially if, like when you're a kid and like that's what you like, your dream is to like do that you got to like yep. actually experience it. And I never lost the like wonderlust about it because mm-hmm. every time I was there, I was like, I can't believe I'm here. And everyone's like, all right, we get it. Like you're happy to be here. Just <laughs> like just can you relax a little bit? Yeah. I was there early. I left late. And so cool. I was just obsessed. But isn't it funny? I, Cause I find this funny for myself that like it was my, I, I don't know if you do characters or anything, but oh, it was like yeah. my dream. To, okay. So I, I spent a year and a half at second city this last year nice. and I, I like made it into the last level of it, grad review where we were writing our hour long show. They're still doing it. I dropped out on the last thing just because I got too busy and I was missing cause I wanted to do stand up, and I didn't want to miss tour dates for stand up, And so I was missing so many rehearsals that yeah. I felt like I was a jerk anyways. Cause they had just thought like I didn't care. So I ended right. up dropping out anyways. I, it's funny to me that I grew up wanting to be on SNL, but I really, I mean, I'm, I'm good at improv, but I don't have, any characters and additionally my manager just got me like a I don't think that I have like an audition for SNL I think it's just like they're open open to seeing seeing my tape it's funny I'm, I'm trying to make my tape right now me too yeah and just as a I mean I, it's such a far off I have thing. my I have my list of character ideas and I'm like I don't I've never done any of these like I wasted my time at Second City Dude. I wasted my time I yeah but you yeah. Have, do you have characters like uh, ones I that do. you've done a lot I do but not consistent like I like, I just wanted, I, my manager, that was always my dream since I was a child. I was mm-hmm. obsessed with it. I named my pets after SNL, <laughs> car- like, SNL cast members. Like, I'm just so obsessed with that. But but the, the I don't know, I, I the idea, I'm like, I'm not going to get it. But that's, that's a See, good I attitude al- to I go almost, into it I almost didn't, I almost was like, I'm not doing the tape. Like, I don't. Me too. They're going to laugh. I'm they're going to be at like, that what precipice. is this girl doing? I'm at that current precipice right now because I'm like, eh. Do I really have? But then I'm like, but I then what do you have do to it. lose? Exactly. I'm gonna do it. It's just a lot of work for me to come it's up with these. It's a lot. Yeah. 
But yep. some people just have them on hand. They're just like, oh, perfect. I finally have an audition for this because I have all these character ideas. Yeah. I, well, I just want to say I submitted the tape. That's all. Yeah. That's all. I'll be Are happy with like, that. Are you going to dress up as the characters? Because I saw a couple different videos where people were dressing up as the right. characters and some weren't. Uh, no, I think what I'm going to do, I'm still figuring it out, but mm-hmm. I think I want to change my hair for mm-hmm. them, for, for each of them to kind of differentiate, but it's just going to be shortcuts. Yeah, I so. think that's, well, I don't have three minute long characters, so mine are going to have well, to be Well, it's five shortcuts. minutes, right? What the, what criteria did you get? I think it was, I don't know if I read it as five minutes or five characters. I think it's five minutes. I think it you're might, right. It, I think, I, I think it, to my recollection, five minutes, but it then says original characters impressions and it didn't specify a number for each. Yeah. And my... <laughs> I'm not, my impressions are like more like creative interpretation, unique yeah. interpretations <laughs> that sound nothing like the actual person. But I just think it's so funny that I'm like, I'm just gonna do what I think is yeah. funny, then and I then think that's I'm good. happy with that. I don't. I haven't even practiced any impressions. I did some tape recently for like I think Fifty Cent's having some new sketch show, he and is. I and yeah. I didn't really prepare for it. I just like sort of made up these characters maybe thirty minutes before I had my friend come over and tape it. Yeah. But it was actually kind of funny because oh, I didn't because I didn't care, right? And so I was just sort of like flying off the rails. Like That's a psycho. the magic formula. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, obviously I didn't get it. So there's uh, that. But but it's good that you did that. It's yeah. good. I always try and force myself to go on auditions, even if I'm like, ah, this part doesn't make sense for me. But I'm like, the more I audition, the less I give a mm-hmm. shit about auditioning, and then the less I care, uh, the better I do. Uh, yeah, so. I've heard I've heard and I forgot what actor it was who said that. He would go to the auditions that no one else would go to. He would drive to Santa Monica at 5 p.m. on a Friday, which yeah. is really trafficy, yeah. when no one else would. And sometimes it's just a numbers game. Yeah, and it's it feels good up. to get uh, all of them under your belt, and just it's just fly- it's 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 uh, exercising that muscle, that audition yeah. muscle, of like because then if you get sides and like, can you come in at 3 p.m. and it's noon, you're like, oh fuck, okay. Yeah, and you're you like, get better at it. you're like, I haven't woken up today, but sure. Yeah. Right. I can do impressions of every SNL character. Ooh. But I give can't, me one? like... Or is that putting you on the spot? Oh, yeah. I have an, I have a, I'd have to think about... Like, I'd have to... But I'll do impressions, and Stephen will be like, that's already a character. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> Kristen Wiig's character, yeah. or, like, a Kate McKinnon. Like, oh, God. And so... But I can't... For the life... I've sat down, and I'm like, here are the people that I'm close to, like, in terms of looking and sounding like. And then I'll just stare. I'm like, I got nothing. Oh, yeah. I should probably think, figure out people I look like. Good point. I don't know. When I was little, I used to do a great Spartan cheerleader, Sherry O'Terry. Oh, my God. I used to, like, perform it at parties, and my dad would sometimes be Will Ferrell. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. I fucking love that Fat kid life. Hashtag fat kid life. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So then when did you realize you wanted to do stand-up? So the part, the SNL, that last show, Mm -hmm. after every season finale of SNL, there is a party. They they have an after party and then an after-after party. Did you get to go to them? I didn't get to go to the after party because one time an intern fucked uh, Jeremy Pitt, not Jeremy Piven, someone. It probably was him. An actor. Maybe it, it might have been. I don't, I forget. Yeah. But someone had sex with him. But I'm like, takes two to tango. Yeah. And then uh, whoever was in charge of the interns, uh, I guess word got down and they were like, well, interns, no more interns at the after party. So it was after after party. You would call phone number and it would state the location of the after after and the password. Uh-huh. I would go to that every night. I would. So I'm like, cool. I'm there, and I didn't even do drugs. Like, I didn't even do anything. Yeah. I just stayed up because I was so excited. <laughs> and those didn't start until 3:30 a.m. Oh boy. Yeah. So I, I can't just, stay awake that late. I I will. But I would. Myself. I would for that. Yeah. That's the I only thing. I would take thing. a quick nap in between and then load up on yeah. coffee. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And uh, but then uh, and then when I stopped interning for them and I went to a couple after parties. Now I go to the after parties because my friend Ryan Reese uh, opens up or does warm up and works on Seth Meyers mm-hmm. and the bodyguards are the security whatever love him and so we can get in any party if i'm That's with him amazing and uh 
but that one after party the series finale that's that's just one giant party there's no after after mm -hmm. and uh and i was like this is my shot i thought i want to talk to one of the writers i never i was very like respectful i didn't even look them in the eye because <laughs> i was like i'm not worthy i'm sorry and um <laughs> they were all so nice but i remember i went up to john um oh my god john fucking this uh, is gonna bug me he was on 30 rock he's married to the I'm blonde so lady fucking god damn it, it. 30 rock john Mul um john oh my god not Mulaney. Not Mulaney. Not John Mulaney. I, was it John? Yeah. Round face. Looks like a real life Homer Simpson. I'm looking him up. Um, <laughs> real life Homer Simpson. I'm sure he'd love that. No, he's a hilarious. He's John fucking hilarious. He's a UCB Rock. guy. Did you um, ever? Did you ever take any like uh, improv or I sketch did. classes? I took at UCB. John Slattery. Is no. John Lutz. Yes, John Lutz. It was John Lutz. I haven't even found a photo of him yet. But. He was a writer on SNL, and I went up to him, and I was, I was tipsy and mm -hmm. i was like what do i gotta do to get on the show mm -hmm. like what would what's like a good path and he just didn't even think and he was like do stand up i was like really i didn't think that was to what get he was on gonna the say show? really i yeah because he, cause he was like you have a better me. shot as a writer and a lot of writers have stand-up yeah, backgrounds yeah. Uh, but he does improv he does not do stand-up yeah. unless he started now he's yeah. an amazing improviser but i was like and i was like okay and i was like i don't want to do stand-up but i did i was yeah. like i'll do it okay and then i just my first ever time doing stand-up I didn't know about open mics. Mm -hmm. It was a bringer show. Yeah. And I made all my, all these yeah, friends pay a lot of money. Yeah, but that's actually probably better because open mics are torture because it's all comics. Bringer show, totally. at least your friends are laughing. But I didn't even, I did, I majored in acting. So I was like, all right, I'm not, I don't have stage fright, clearly. Yeah. But uh, to go up on stage in front of people that you, that you like beg to pay to see you. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh no, I wanted to shit my pants. That was the most nervous I've ever been. Yeah. I actually, I don't get that nervous anymore doing stand up. But when I have a bunch of friends or, friends or just like someone or I'm on a lineup with someone like I know that people I don't I, I feel like I feel like I think David Spade is funnier than everyone else does I think, I think he's, he's amazing fucking amazing oh my god he's drawing and this. I just did a show with him recently I've done shows with him before but I was like a, it was a bigger show this time and I was just so nervous because I just wanted in case he caught my set to do really well yeah like I care Absolutely. more about that than that's why I was nervous about last audience. night I'm like oh god yeah you, want, Logan, yeah you want them to like you yeah yeah so but it was it, it that was a nervous like oh this is a good challenge for me like yeah. just don't fuck it up christina and yeah. then i didn't i was like wow i didn't fuck it up i was so, you had so a good surprised. first experience that's good yeah yeah very good yeah it was it was well no that the first time i ever did stand up it wasn't bad mm -hmm. but corinne was there because i invited her and that was the first time like we'd hung out i met her because i interned at her management talent mm -hmm. management company and she came and she was like oh and then she started getting into doing stand up and then uh -huh. we formed our comedy duo right after that so so what did you guys do as a comedy duo we produced stand-up show stand-up slash variety shows we had this really fun show at a place called gotham city improv mm -hmm. um and we would have uh we would sell booze on an honor system we uh -huh. would like make this punch with the shitload of vodka and we're like donate whatever you can and we they would we made more money if we versus if we were to be like five dollars a drink like people That's were like crazy. oh donate anything and they gave us 20s that was fun. We had stand up and sketch and all that stuff. That's awesome. We've done videos like, you know, we did a rap music video mm -hmm. um, and produced a bunch of shows. And then the podcast idea came along. We've j we did a two woman show at UCB. Mm -hmm. um, just whatever we thought was funny. Yeah. And then the one thing that like came out of, uh, you know, like, oh, let's just do this. I, this is kind of interesting. And we didn't want to be like, this is going to be the biggest thing ever, you guys. Like, we just didn't have that attitude for guys we fucked. And then yeah. there. That's it, usually the better way to go. Yep. Because you don't put pressure on it, and you actually like are being funny because you think it's funny. Mm -hmm. You're not putting pressure on it. We're gonna. I'm gonna get to your podcast, but I want to finish how. So, like, when you first started doing stand up, did you just 
then just start hitting the open mic circuit after that night? No, or? still didn't hit the open mics. Uh, just did bringers for a long time. And then one of my friends, Boris, was like, you got to stop doing that. Like, there's other, you can get on other shows. Yeah. And you should do, like, go to shows, network, friend everybody on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. But, oh man, the first year I did stand-up, I did it sporadically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone sort of does. Of you, course. You think, like, oh, my God, I'm doing two shows a month or one show a month. Like, I'm really like, doing it. But I was so excited about the. I would yeah. like wait like, and then the day of the show, I would get depressed because I'm like, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> say. I, mean, I suck. Um, but that wore off after like a year and a half. And also, I I look back to when I would promote like, like shows that like now I would like maybe not even post yeah. that I was on. Yeah. But I would be like, guys, I'm doing this show. You guys, everyone. you're never gonna believe. It. I'm gonna be at this bar, <laughs> and there's gonna be a microphone, and I'm gonna do stand up. Oh yeah. I've done I've done stand up in laundromat. I've done stand up at, at a, a laundromat. Yep, at a sushi that restaurant. So loud. Oh yeah, at a sushi restaurant where no one, everyone's like, "Why are you interrupting my dinner?" <laughs> it's the worst when people aren't expecting it. I know. I'm like, if you're gonna host a show and at a you, restaurant, and then you just feel bad people. too. You're like, yeah, you're like, I don't want to bother you. I know. You seem like you're on a date. Yeah, and they're annoyed, and then or there's children there. I have a lot of words Ugh. that I. I don't want children I don't in here. I've ever had children in a place where I was doing stand up. Oh, I've had it so many times. I'm like, well, I'm just going to go for it. So you chose to be here. I feel like New York has way more venues where they put up shows. I mean, we have a yes, lot here, do. but saturated. Oh, yeah. my God. New York is saturated with spots. It's pretty cool. There's have you ever done that Three of Cups show? I just did it when oh, I was there. Oh, yeah. It was really is that fun. that in Brooklyn? No. It's, or um, I don't know. I've done it. It's like Who hosts it? Do you know? Uh, well, there, I, think it, I think there's probably different nights where they do it, but the one I did was Remy. Casimir? Oh, Casimir. Yeah, Casimir. yeah, yeah. Our, she she's has a show, Our Famous Friends. Yeah, that's the one I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. She's great. Yeah, she's really sweet. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, I mean, that place wasn't that random. But when I first saw the name of it, I was like, is this going to be a random coffee shop? But it actually wasn't. It was like a cool, but felt, it actually kind of felt like a comedy club. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like New York has so many. So many. Like when bars have like a basement area, bar mm-hmm. area for renting private parties or like. But that like still pack. feels like stand up. It. Oh, yes. Coffee absolutely. shops to me are like. Coffee shops are a little weird. We, I've done like pizza part, like two boots. There's a lot of two boots pizza places in New York, and mm-hmm. one of them had it was in Jersey City, I think. And the windows like open up to the sidewalk, and they just like they're like, here we put this box here, stand on it, and I'll give you a microphone. And this is a comedy show. I'm like, okay. Is it still daylight out? The worst uh, is when it's still daylight out. No, oh, the stand up has to be in the dark. Has to. It's not. It doesn't feel right. It's Can you not imagine right. like standing by that bright window right there, like doing stand up? No, nope. <laughs> like, I want to die. Terrible. No, that yeah. sounds horrible. Awful. So how long have you been doing it then? Seven years. Almost seven. Six and a half. And then how far into doing stand-up did you start the podcast? Uh, three, three and a half years into... So uh, you started Three and a half years. At, yeah, because we did stand-up the same time as forming our comedy duo. You started your podcast at the right time when not every single person had a freaking podcast. Dude, right? Yeah. Everyone has a podcast and it's... Everyone. Like athletes have podcasts now. I... Like... Yeah. It's, it's really interesting, but there's so much... So there's so much content mm-hmm. to dig through but now if you look at tv like jesus christ amazon is tv shows Netflix, yeah. every and they're good yeah um so yeah there's so many podcasts and we didn't even we never thought about doing a podcast i loved po- i always listened to them mm-hmm. but no one had that it's not an ego thing but it's like it is a little bit of an ego i mean stand-up is an ego thing but uh like yeah. oh people should hear what i have to say so, like, for an hour yeah. <laughs> like, do it no one wants to though yeah but you're not forcing people to on a podcast with stand-up exactly. it's like there unless they're gonna walk out of the theater or the whatever it's the comedy club like i think on a podcast i think it's actually like 
I mean, it's pretty narcissistic, but not as much because it's like you're not you're not doing it for. Well, when you're interviewing people, well, I don't think it's narcissistic. Yeah, and well, and eventually you're doing it for your listeners once you have listeners. But when you first start doing it, you just think you're talking to dead air. Absolutely. And so, I think that that's like. I don't know. It's not like you're like, everyone must listen to this. It's just kind of like, well, I guess I'll try it out. I guess it's because a lot of co- uh, comedians I see promote their podcasts. Like, you guys, listen to my podcast. Like, just like, yeah. get, don't, I'll be so mad if you don't listen. Like, wh- wh- yeah. I wouldn't get anything done if I listen to all my friends' podcasts. Yeah, seriously. But, um, every single are, one of my friends has a podcast. Yeah, same. But, uh, it, yeah, so we it, the timing was good. And I think, I mean... This is cocky, but I feel like a lot of our friends were like, oh, my God, look what they did. Like, they, they, they jumped up. Totally. I want to do that. I got good ideas. And a lot of the podcasts that my friends mm-hmm. have are amazing. Like, certain people. Do you know a comedian named Tim Dillon? No, I don't oh, think so. Oh, he's so fucking funny. Is he he's L.A. or New York? New York guy. Uh-huh. And he has a, when he announced that he, he's like, I'm going to start a podcast that's called Tim Dillon is going to hell. I'm like, thank it's God. I'm like, you need a podcast. There's yeah. so people I know that I'm like, please start a podcast. Yeah. I will listen to it all the time. Oh, I'm always it. like supporting my friends and like trying to start podcasts. I just yeah. bought my friend podcast equipment for her birthday. Oh, like, that's so nice. Yeah. Well, she'd already started it, but we bought her better stuff. But like, oh, I think I want everyone to start one. Totally. But at the well, same time, it yeah, is slightly oversaturated. It is oversaturated, but I think if people are putting out content, they're taking the time and thinking about, like, yeah. not just... Not making I guess like I know a else. lot of people or some people that are just like, oh, no, I'll just fucking record it. And, and then they get mad when no one listens. But I'm like, yeah. put thought into it. P- give, a th- give it a theme or whatever. Okay, so how did you guys come up with your theme? Because it's... Corinne got dumped. Okay. And then she... Um, it's like if you see somebody... It's such a catchy title, obviously. I mean, it's yeah. like a shocking title. Well, when she told it to be... She got dumped mm-hmm. in a relationship that she didn't foresee getting dumped, and she mm-hmm. thought they were going to be together for a long Aww. time. And um, and the, I've never seen anybody go through a breakup. You know when you have a friend that's going through a breakup or if you've yeah. been through it yourself, like, and you just want to die yeah. for a long time? She was like that, but, like, way deeper in the trenches. Ooh. And she was just, like, just upset. Like, she lost yeah. weight in a week. But she just by crying, like Whoa. she was so upset. I never I was just like, like the energy that goes into crying. Yeah, it's a lot of energy, and she was really depressed. And uh, but out of all of that, always comes good art. Yeah. So that's like the one silver lining. Yeah. And then she which texted is, which me, which is kind of like fun to be a comic in that way, where you yeah. can always be Turn like, well, this shitty thing that happened, but like it's gonna be fun material. Yeah, I like got a bit. I broke my hand back. In, I'll get back to your story. I broke my hand back in August, and it kind of was catapulted me breaking up with my boyfriend. He was not involved in my hand breaking. But we were on vacation together, and I rented a bike and fell off it myself. Totally not his fault, but right. whatever. That broke the camel's back. Yes, but now half of my hand doesn't work. Like, it's, like, gnarly and, like, half oh, paralyzed. Shit. But it's made my stand-up so much funnier. Like, I open with it. Like, yeah. I open with making fun of myself, and people are like, oh, like, yeah. it's... Well, that's good. That's yeah, unique, like, and, and it's And so now hilarious. I'm like, like, it sucks sometimes that I'm, like, trying to, like, do stuff in the kitchen, and, like, a knife falls out of my hand, or, like, I can't grab something. Yeah. I'm like, well, this isn't fun. I'm like, but it's made my comedy better. I was going to say material for days, yeah, but that's material shit. for days. Talking about jerking off guys, yeah. and you just lose all feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just watch TV? <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. That's amazing. So, uh, yeah, the, yeah, because anything, like her, like her, probably that painful, painful experience. Yeah. Yeah, and she was, like, she's very much, um... She's always a person that's like, she works her fucking ass off. She's one of the hardest working people I've ever mm-hmm. met in my life, which is so great to have that as a comedy partner. Totally. And she's so funny and uh, and she's very productive. So she's like, we should just, she texted me. She's like, we should just interview all the guys we've ever fucked and we'll just do it for a podcast. And we'll just call guys we fucked. And I was like, yeah. And then idea. we always spitball ideas with, to each other back mm-hmm. and forth over email and text, like, all, you know. And then we, she kept coming back to that and like, I really want to do that guys we fucked thing. I'm like, Let's do it. Like, let's, we'll, we'll meet and, and we kind of uh, develop the concept further of, like, well, what do we want this to be? Where would we foresee it going if, if guys didn't want to be on it? Or who can we get? All, all the yeah. planning that has to go into it. 
And um, yeah, and then we did it. And then did you ever have the thought like, if I talk about this on a podcast and people start to listen, what if no one will want to date me again? Because no. not no one wanted to date me, but like, what if I reveal something that like, let's say you just went on a first date with a guy and he's like, oh, what's your podcast? And you're like, guys, we fucked. And he's like, I'm going to check it out. And then he goes back and listens to an old episode and you're talking about something that like. I don't know that maybe anything I would talk about. I've had a boyfriend since before we started it. I'm uh-huh. still with him. So oh, okay. that wasn't a thing. Oh, but well, yeah, then you're fine. I did have our first ever press piece was pretty early on into the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Daily Beast article. And the headline was the podcast because we couldn't get on iTunes. But mm-hmm. they wouldn't tell us why. And we're like, well, I fucking have a clue why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's uh, things on the iTunes with the title fucked and there. But it's that's so stupid. I, it was obvious. Like, how long did it take you to get on iTunes? A year. That's so stupid. But we got big anyway, which was cool. And but the po- Daily Beast headline Where, like, was from like SoundCloud. SoundCloud, uh-huh. SoundCloud, I love uh, the podcast that's too hot for iTunes was the title. I was like, ooh, oh, good great. job, journalist. Hey, that's you, awesome. You did your job with that headline. And then we just got like a domino effect of people listening, and it's the ti- it's the title. Matt mm-hmm. Corinne was the one who who came up with it, and she's so good at fucking. Because it's not being edgy for edgy's sake. It's how I talk. Like, yeah. oh, he's the guy I fucked. Like, that's something I would say to my friend. So, yeah. And that's what we're talking about. So let's just call it that. Not like so it's just two crazy yourself. whores. LOL. Like, I don't like that kind of marketing. Uh, no, that's it's that's great. I, I love just that. Just up front. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. We're yeah, talking it's about just you being fuck. yourself. Yeah. So that was fun. And then uh, and then I get there. that. My original logo was me passed out on a bar drinking. Like, yeah. not passed out, but it looks like I might be passed out. I, I like is that on your SoundCloud? I like that yeah. photo. That was a good photo. That was funny. Yeah. I mean, well, our logo was us drinking and smoking cigars yeah, and shit. Yeah. Well, I, I, the new company I'm with wanted me to change it because they thought that like some companies wouldn't advertise with me. I was okay with changing it because I liked Trust the one that me, they made better they or whatever. They still will. But like, I want, I want, I said to him, I was like, you know, they're gonna listen to my podcast and find out that's who I am. Yeah. So I don't know. Don't ever. Yeah. Don't ever like, let anybody. That's one thing yeah. I've learned. Corinne kind of helped me like really taught like very valuable lessons. Motherfuckers will try to water you down mm-hmm. from who you actually are yeah. all day, all goddamn day. They'll yeah. try to water you down. And it's not, it's business. It's, and that's fine. It's not yeah. like, fuck them, whatever. You just have to go, no, sorry, yeah. we're keeping this. This is why, if you can give me a reason why I should put this down, uh, why I should take this down, I'm willing to hear it. Yeah. But this is who I am. And why would I try to hide that? Yeah. I mean, I, I fought it. But then when they gave me a, like a new idea for it, like I sent them like a bunch of photos mm-hmm. of other ideas of like me eating in bed, like takeout food and stuff. And I ended up liking that one better. So yeah. it was fine. So it's great. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. Anyways. But, I, but before, like before doing the podcast, if someone was like, I think we should change this logo. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever oh, you want. Oh, you have to stand up for yourself. Oops. Yeah. I love your guys' logo. You got, Thank like, you're you. You're playing poker. You yeah. Got, yeah, that I was lo- fun. I love to play poker. I actually I haven't played poker in so long. Well, I mm. was just in Reno doing stand up at the Laugh Factory for a week, and there's I don't know if you know this. There's not much to do in Reno. Oh, I'm so going I there gambled the entire time. Soon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't like gambling. I do. I wish I did. I don't have to talk to people. I just sit That's there, and, true. Like, and then I can just drink and then get my mind off of life that's what i do i can't maybe candy crush is my gambling I, i'll oh, go yeah. outside like i smoke cigarettes okay that's basically like playing a slot machine yeah and i just i'm because it's my time alone yeah no don't fucking bother me don't talk to me yeah i'm just gonna smoke a cigarette and play candy crush what are you going to reno for uh my friend's wedding i'm gonna be in his groom he's a uh he's like my cousin that's not blood related Reno's not awful but it's it's interesting have you been there before no it's I just went to Vegas for the first time. Whoa. I like Vegas, but that gets old really quickly. So Reno is like, hmm, like the methy version of Vegas. 
Oh, Vegas was pretty fucking messy. Yeah, so Uh-oh. just take it. Looks like The Walking Dead. Like the people when you walk around downtown, it's like literally like The Walking Dead. Wow. I don't mean to insult Reno if you guys are from there, but it's what you saw. It's your experience because there are actually nicer parts. My grandparents actually live in Reno. Okay, I like the area they live in, but the downtown area where the casinos are meth heads. It's terrifying. Damn. Well, yeah, I, I mean, saw we were also there for a biker rally. That was oh. like like the actual like Gypsy Jokers and Whoa, um, cool. uh, Hell's Angels. And nice. so it was maybe the crowd that was there that maybe. time. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I saw a lot of pregnant people smoking, though. Woo-wee. Ooh, yeah. That felt weird. And drinking. I'm like, oh, God. God, it may just be That's the people dark. that are in casinos. But I guess I have to consider myself one of those people. <laughs> well, be, the idea of uh, drinking at 10 a.m. at a casino when you're like eight, like looking at an 85-year-old person, or like crowds of them mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. drinking and smoking and gambling. I I mean, I, I'm just, I maybe I'm projecting, but I'm like, that makes me so sad. But they're, st- they're 85 and they're fine. Yeah, I know. They're still like, at they're it. Fine. Like, yeah, they're fine. Stop worrying sti- about them, Christina. They're, yeah, they're still, still at it. still makes me They're very still upset. at it. I'm not going to, like, the chime in. The lady smoking with a baby is a little war or that's, pregnant. Yeah, that's scary. That bad. That the 85-year-old, they've lived their life. They've paid their dues. They True. raised kids, I'm sure. Yeah, and they're yeah. probably having fucking They fought fucking in a fun. war, maybe. Maybe they did. Maybe that's why well, they're gambling. Yeah. Because they're very, yeah. Gotta have a vice. Or they're just like, this is what I do Tuesday mornings. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's all depressing. But I just need it. Be, I need to not <laughs> let it affect me. Yeah. I need to not let other struggles yeah. affect me. Let's not make it. <laughs> it's going It's going to be too difficult for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Um, so you guys never had an issue like, okay, your parents never. My mom would definitely have an opinion on if I had a podcast called Guys We Fuck. She I has an opinion on when I say fuck. Life. She yeah. When I first started podcasting, she was like, I love it. But if you could just not say fuck so much, I think that'd be great. That I was, was like, but mom. that's what I fucking say. She was like, oh, 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 well, wow. Well, okay, there. All right, Rachel. All right. Yeah, please don't. Uh, I, I, I hid it from my mom oh. desperately for two years. So you never posted on social media? I did. I blocked her. I blocked her a long time <laughs> ago, though, because she thought I was stoned in all my pictures. I was getting tagged. I'm like, Mom, I can't do this with you. I'm not going to get blasted off a of weed and then just post all these pictures. She I'm not a fucking idiot. Stoned in every she photo? thought I was high and she would call like, me. Mom, maybe I'm just tired because I work a lot and I do yeah. stand up at night. Yeah. But she, she's like, mm, I don't. And it, it infuriated me. Cause I wasn't, I mean, I love weed. I smoke it every night mm-hmm. to go to bed and like to like relax. Yeah. But, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna, I wasn't high. And I didn't, I was like, I don't want this. And it's yeah. really frustrating. And then we finally were like, I'm just going to block you. And yeah. then that's going to be for the best. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, Okay. And then, so I was able to post, but I hid it from all of her friends. Yeah, you'd have to hide them, too. Every time it posted. And then one day, my brother, because my brother doesn't listen to the podcast, but he thinks it's hilarious. Like, the mm-hmm. title's hilarious. And, and I knew my dad would think it's fucking hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. But I'm like, I can't tell you. Cause then, uh. And so, one time, I got a text from my brother uh, about six or seven months ago. And he was like, she knows. And I Just knew exactly what that you meant. You hid it for that long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because we had a thing where... Uh, we Holy had a fight about shit. this years ago where I was like, mom, don't Google me. Cause she, I did a bit about her depression that hurt her feelings. And Aww. that, that made, it was a, it's a funny fucking bit, Yeah. but I don't want to hurt her feelings like yeah. that. She means a lot to me and I don't want to, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not that fucking funny. And so, and I, but I felt bad. And, but then she would find my other stand up and get mad that I cursed. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, I don't know what to do. You can't. And she would get really upset. So please don't Google me. And she really, truly didn't. She That's stuck amazing. to that. She stuck to that. And I feel she like didn't. my mom has a Google alert on me. Oh. She knows right when someone says something mean or nice oh. on comments on my Instagram. She's oh. like, did you see what this person said about you? I'm like, oh, no, mom, um, I didn't. And, and maybe I don't, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, maybe I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, if my mom, mm. <laughs> the Reddit threads that would pop up and bits get sent to her. Um, but 
yeah, I kept it. I, so I was, that's why I was able to keep it from her. We already had the agreement oh. of don't look me up online. That yeah. was before the podcast. And we started the podcast. Oh, when that first article came out, I was, I had a huge anxiety attack. Cause I'm like, people are actually going to listen to this. Oh my God. Everyone's going to know about my vagina and what I've done. Cause I, when I talk on a podcast, I forget I'm on a podcast yeah. and I just fucking talk. And I was so horrified and hu- like a little humiliated. Cause I just didn't know that people were going to watch yeah. or actually listen to the podcast. And then I started getting more comfortable with it gradually. Corinne just totally just didn't give a shit about it the whole time. Well, she, and, um, she didn't have much to live for at that point. Yeah, she, yeah, she was like, I'm at my end's rope. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't give a shit. Um, but she just it just has b- bigger yeah. ovaries than me uh, in terms of that stuff. But uh, And I, I never want to hurt anybody's feelings and all that shit. Oh, my God, you sound so much like me. Yeah, it's exhausting. Um, I've gone back and edited out like like someone that I maybe talked about and then ended up meeting later. I've like called my podcast producer. I'm like, you need to go and edit that out and re-upload the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. because yeah. if they ever yeah. for a chance listen yeah. to it, yeah, no, I, I hear you. But I but I've gotten used to like you know what, I I don't say things I don't mean. So yeah. whatever. We're in competition with other podcasts to see who can get more completed responses to our audience survey, and you want be here for a while to win, don't you? So please help us out by going to wondery.com/survey. It only takes five minutes, and you can do it from your phone. It's wonder. The letter Y dot com slash survey. Thank you so much. Um, but th- I was so terrified that people were going to listen. And then like every time a publication would like the Daily Beast, they would post uh, they would post the article on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And then those comments are never ni- are never nice. Those. Uh, and that was the first time we ever got. You can't read them. No. And I don't. But well, actually, now I do because I think they're so funny. Really? Now I've done a total 180 on that. Yeah. my feelings towards mean people on the internet because they're just sad or they just want something to take their mind off of their yeah. own life and they just want to shit on someone. I all just right. don't read them because I don't want to alter what I'm doing at all based yeah. on them. So I would just rather keep doing like, I'm very into just like staying focused, staying in my own lane. I don't really pay attention to what my friends are doing. And I don't get smart. jealous. I don't want to read well, what people yeah, are doing. Great. Like I just, or like what people are saying about me. Yeah. Cause just, like, I feel keep like head down and go. Yeah. Cause forward. I just feel like if I read something, I might be like, all right, well that makes sense. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, but even still, like if someone like, like if someone, a comic looked at you and you're like, oh, some fucking hot reality chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's good at stand up. Like, yeah, that's them projecting. Like yeah. that's them going, oh shit. Is she, I hope she's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then when you are, they're like, oh, I'm also barely on the reality show. I like have used it for my comedy. Career. Whatever. Who Only gives because a shit? they've showed my comedy on it. But Absolutely. Yes. Good. Yeah. I yeah. would milk that a, shit. It was a tactic. Absolutely. It should be. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like with the fucking title of the pie. I'm like, we knew what we were doing. Yeah, we weren't exactly. doing that on accident. Yeah. But. Um, but I like that. I like, but that's one of the things I like about the podcast. Cause a lot of people will be like, that's what they'll, they'll be disgusted. They'll mm-hmm. hear the title. and like, that is repulsive. I can't even believe people that's allowed blah, blah, blah. And then they'll fucking listen to it, expecting to get mad and go mm-hmm. on an angry rant of like these fucking horrors. And then they like it. Yeah. And that's my favorite. That's awesome. Oh, that's my favorite. So I kind of like haters. So where do you find a lot of your, um, your guests? Like ugh, I listened to one of the recent ones where this girl was selling, her body uh, things come out of her body. <laughs> oh, humiliatrix. She was selling her shit and her piss. What's well, it she called? Humili- humiliatrix. Is that she her actually, name or is that a term for no, what No, her name doing? is Sierra Lynch. Okay. And uh, that's her, like a dominatrix. Oh, okay, okay. So she gets paid to tell men they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, and it's a kink that, got, like being humiliated is a kink that I actually uh, totally understand that kink. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, that was how fun. Do you, but how do you she find? She emailed like, us. Actually. Oh, really? She emailed a lot of people. Email us, and I'm like, just pitch us. Like, if you have an interesting angle, or yeah, if we're interested in uh, like what you do, a story you have, or a topic that we've always been wanting to cover. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, let's go, let's do it. That's cool. Yeah. I also listened to the one um, with uh, your ex. Uh, sorry, your boyfriend's ex girlfriend. It was the porn star. Oh, Stoya. Yeah. That's what I know, my story's I li- about. I only listened to like, is it? Yeah. I only it's listened to like 10 minutes one. of it this morning before I went to go work out. But wait, what's, it's about. Fo- it's about following, like, so Stoya dated Steven for uh-huh. two years, dumped him, broke his heart. Five days later, or five or six days later, Steven and I started the date. And uh, That's insane. I was like, oh, I'm obviously the rebound. And then I fell madly in love with him. But yeah. he was getting over her to me because uh-huh. he was just, he was still heartbroken. I think you're prettier than her. I looked her up. <sighs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> she's, um, but she's, she's she's gorgeous, but stunning. Yeah. And, but uh, the the thing too, like, there was all these things. Um, this is coming out after I film it anyway, so it's mm-hmm. fine. But there's all these things that were the porn star thing because I'm not sexy. I'm not. I'm goofy. If you mm-hmm. if someone points a camera at me, I'll make an ugly face because yeah. that's my comfort zone. She's the most effortlessly sexy. Yeah, chick. she's like very like everything is like she's so graceful and. Yeah. She got good taste in lingerie, and she yeah. like she's fucking weird but cool and s- so intelligent. Like way more that's smarter like that than comfortable, me. Like, more smarter. Say. Like I wouldn't say like I don't have like I don't I, I it's not that I don't think I'm sexy, but like I'm not comfortable being like, like it's posing like yeah. and like I don't know like I'm not either. Uh, and it doesn't mean like we're I, like we're attractive people, yeah. cool. But I'm I feel like, like an idiot. I need to get over myself. Like, I, I feel like I, a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah. And so she and then like. Just into us, there's just so many things that happened at the beginning of our relationship that he would he would still look her up online, not her porn, and but you, like but her Twitter, like, yeah. because they were together for two years and yeah. he didn't see yeah. it coming. And well, he really didn't have time to heal. It was six days, exactly. So it makes sense. I know. And she was on the village, the cover of the Village Voice, mm-hmm. her face, two months into us dating, and it said the prettiest girl in New York is a porn star. And the kiosk for the Village Voice, I was on every straight off of a building, fucking corner of New York. And I'm like, this is a goddamn joke. This <laughs> is a fucking joke, right? This is a joke, and it and that that's <laughs> so not that's horrible. like the least the least craziest thing that happened. In addition to everything, it it was I have never felt insecure. <laughs> I would have thrown myself out of a it, window. It was yeah. Thank you, thank you. Because everyone because it's like really everyone's in like your who face. cares? I'm like, I, what do you mean? Oh. You would fucking care, bitch. I'm not really a jealous person, but something so like he just broke up with her. And you walk she down the street, something you're going to have to see right in front of your face all the time. It's just it. like, okay. And then she, uh, I mean, oh my God. It was so, I, but I was so insecure and I'd never been that jealous and insecure in my life because I've always, I'm like, I'm cute. I like my body. I'm happy with everything. Yeah. But that, she represents something that I'm totally, like everything that I lack as a woman, yeah. she has tenfold. Like sexiness and yeah, but like most guys don't want to date a porn star. I don't mean to be mean in saying that, but that's totally. not like, you know. And I understand that, but he liked it. Yeah, yeah, the guy you're with did. Yeah. And he he got dumped, so he didn't want it to end. Like, it, yeah. it, it, there's just so many factors. Did you let him know you were that insecure, or did you just try to no, hide I it? No, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, you just and must that, have been dying inside. I went to the ER twice for sex injuries, yeah. yeah. Because I tried to oh. like things that I didn't really like. And I bragged about things that I've never done. And he's like, all right, let's do it. Cool. And then I went you to the You just art. made up things you've never done before. Or like, like uh, yeah, the first one that I, uh, he uh, gave me the, a dildo. Uh, this, the, this, the, bigger than this water bottle. Like this, it was, I didn't even know that you could insert. I didn't even know they made dildos that big. And when I opened it, I was like, Oh, it's like the biggest one you can find. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's use it tonight. Yeah, you're like, I've found bigger, but I like lost it in my move. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was doing. And he's like, oh, and he was like, oh, dope. Like, okay. 
if I was like, that's gigantic, he would have been like, okay, cool. It's fine. He yeah, wouldn't have been, way, he would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, and then I burst cysts on my ovaries. Yeah, oh my so. god! Whoopsies. Well, at least you found that you had cysts. There's a silver lining. Yeah, because they they could have grown. They could have grown. So maybe they took and them they, off, and yeah. now yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's the yeah. silver lining. But yeah, I st- oh I never god. told him that. That's why. T- I mean, I mean, he's seen me do this story. He, I, yeah. I, I, but now again, you guys great fucking material. Yeah, great I'm like, material. I'm, that is a gift from the comedy gods. Seriously. Um. So yeah. So um, a porn star like her. Oh, well, after like when they're actually having sex in like a normal situation with a boyfriend, oh, they still it. want it to be crazy. You would think no. they'd be like, you know what? No, I'm exhausted they want nor- from a day at work. Yeah, and I need. Oh yeah, they want. She they had the sex they had seemed like I. Oh god, anyways, tell me things. I'm like, why are you tell me this? But then I would ask because I'm like, I don't want to know. Eh, I don't want to know. Because you're just curious. Yeah, and they like uh, they couldn't have sex. Uh, like sh- porn star testing, STD testing in the porn community, specifically mm-hmm. with female porn stars, is very arduous but they're very on top of it especially someone as, as big as her um like how often do they test them um between every single scene like okay. every not every scene for one piece but like every porn video or yeah. every i don't know what the words are but uh and how they long can't does it take them to get the test results back pretty quickly they could do same day and then other test results or take a week and they can't they're not going to do any scenes for that long mm-hmm. like they're really and steven my boyfriend is very anal about safety mm-hmm. like condoms all the time even if i'm fucking on birth control Ugh. yeah and uh but nst like he when we first started dating he's like oh i got tested i went to the clinic and i got tested and i'm clear i just want to let you know yeah. what what about you you good mm-hmm. and so and i was like oh that's kind of nice to, to have yeah, that is no one's nice. ever talked to me about std testing in yeah. that casual of a manner and that's one of the reasons that one of the things that turned me on about him was yeah. he's so matter well, of fact I think he was used to it. talking about it very much so yeah, and and also she shaped him to be Great. I mean, he was. I'm sure he was great in bed before that, but he. I'm sure that made him a little more skilled. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and just uh, t- talking about sex and stuff. So she is part of who, why he is who yeah. he is today. So do you still talk to her? Or was it just the one time on the po- the podcast? Yeah, yeah. We we kept in touch and uh, talked about collaborating on certain projects. She was she's so cool, and it was it was just nice to humanize her and be yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. And and yeah, it was nice. She seemed fairly normal, actually. She was so cool. I mean, I get I only listened to a little bit of it. She was normal. She was funny. She was uh, yeah. really nice to me. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to do this. She didn't, you know, she had to be like, oh, you want me to go on your girlfriend's podcast so she's not so fucking insecure? Okay, fine. Like, but she yeah. was really she nice. She was cool, she, yeah. She was so cool. And she she knew, though, that it was helping me Aww. to meet her. And that was really, yeah, she was very how, sweet. How long into you guys dating was it that you went on your podcast? Four years. Four years. So okay. it was four years of... ER, was it insecure. really like four years that you? I mean, I only went to the ER twice, but it no, was but four, like that was building up. That that, that was like what healed you. That yes. Oh really? It's four years of that. Yep. Holy crap! Yeah, 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 yeah. How did you stay with him? I know you were in love with him, but like we almost broke I up. I feel like I would have just given up because it would have like I would have just been too anxious. Like yeah. I, I don't know what it would feel like to be in that scenario, but if something in general made me that anxious for four years, I know. It, I don't know. I found my way around it, and then we would talk about it, but I didn't. When you talk about something that you're insecure about, I did mm-hmm. not want to tell him that I think she's prettier than me and I think you're more she's sexually attracted not to her. Than you. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter. But thank you. Um, <laughs> but and he understood it. But he he was like, "All right, it's been fucking. F- can you stop? Like I'm over it." Yeah. And there were but there were things that he did that he shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. That he, things he told me that he should have told me. And so we did almost break up uh, like a year and a half into us dating or two years maybe. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, are you not over her? Like, do you need time to be alone? Mm-hmm. And then, man, we never broke up. But I'm You've glad. You've been dating seven years. Six. Six, six years. years. Six years. Are yeah. you going to marry him? Yeah. If we, if marriage is, I don't, I don't know how I feel about marriage. But, yeah. Yeah. 
We're like in it to win it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just a title after a while. Yeah. 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 And tax benefits. Yeah. Oh, I just, I want to have a party mm-hmm. and, and like celebrate our love in front of all my friends and family that I yeah. like. What does he do? Uh, he's a director. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. He's worked for Def Jam. He did a lot of music videos. That's how we met. I was in a music video he directed. Ooh. Like yeah. a... Like a like a rap music video, shaking nope. that ass. Pop <laughs> punk. Actually, the band was called the Wonder Years. Mm. Ooh, great name. They're I'm pop, gonna look them yeah, up. Yeah, they're a pop punk band, and uh, they're huge in that full, genre. We just came full circle. We really did. I was like, oh my god, oh you're gonna love this, right, y'all? <laughs> um, and it was me, and it was backyard wrestling themed, and this guy Charlie Saxton, mm-hmm. who's uh, who's an actor on a bunch of stuff. That was my first gig out of college mm-hmm. gig. And I was like, oh, my God, he's like a professional actor on a, on a Showtime show. This is crazy. I'm like so professional. That is cool, though. It was cool. And he's so sweet. And then uh, it was a he was wrestling to win over the affections of this woman, Megan Massacre, who's a mm-hmm. tattoo model. On, and she's on New York. She blew up after that music video. Not because of it, but just like she's on New York Inc. Uh-huh. And she's this like hot, goth, tattooed, like lingerie. And she has a tattoo on her knuckles that says man's ruin. And I was like, oh, boy. Okay. Whoa. And then <laughs> I was like his friend with a baggy the plaid shirt. The confidence to do that. I know. She was so sweet. I was like, I'm scared of you. And she's like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, oh, you're cool. (laughs) And, uh, and then at the end of the music video, I like take my glasses off and, and, uh, and like my hair comes down and he's like, wait, I want you instead. And that was a music video, which was oddly parallel to, uh, Stoya. I don't know. There's this weird parallel, uh, between, Cause she was, uh, yeah. no, I'm trying I mean, to tie it into I, my no, story no, that makes for sense. the taping. No, that makes sense. But that's, is, the, yeah, it's the, funny the that that's what tra- happened. Yeah, exactly. Cause when I did that music video, they were still dating and he told, he uh, was like, you're dating a porn star. And I was so impressed. That was the first time I ever met Steven. And I was like, tell me everything. And he told me all this stuff. I was fascinated. I was like, you rule. And then a year later we met up for brunch cause he wanted to do talk about comedy writing. Mm-hmm. And then he told me he just gotten dumped and I was like, you don't say. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's too bad. Um, Mine. Would you like to go? Yeah. Would you like to grab a drink right after this? We had a 12-hour day date after that. <gasps> that's so cute. It was very magical. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, wait, back to, sorry, I forgot to keep asking about. So when your your brother texted oh. you that said, mom knows. I know we <laughs> yep. got off on tangents. I always So do. then did she, did she like call you? Like No, she, uh, he goes, just don't call her. Don't, just don't. She just needs to process it. Oof. And she, I mean, Oof. she got mad at curse. Like she... Um, and then, cause I try to gently tell her, I told her what the tagline was. Mm-hmm. She asked me what slut, sh- she's like, I was like, it's the anti-slut shaming podcast. She didn't even know what the podcast was. I was mm-hmm. like, she's not gonna find it. And then I talked to her about slut shaming. And then she, she actually had a lot to add to that conversation of oh. things. She fucking told me that she was molested as a kid by oh. her parents, friend or somebody she babysat for. And I was like, what? You should have her yeah. on your podcast. We did. Oh. We did. And then I found out she got molested like five separate times by five separate people when she was a child not Jesus. anybody in her family but well maybe that's why she's so uptight because well that yeah that because i lost my virginity mm-hmm. she at when i was 15 or 16 to my boyfriend at the time mm-hmm. she asked me when i was out to dinner with my grandmother and my brother's girlfriend i don't know why the four of us was out to dinner and she roundabout asked me if i'd ever have sex if i had ever had sex and i said yes and she left the restaurant and made my dad pick me up she wouldn't talk to me oh i God. was I was so hurt over that ever since when then when she fucking finally 10 years later told me that she had been molested. And that's why when I found out you were having sex, I was just like, oh, my God, you're a sexual being now. I don't want that to happen to you. Dude, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then when she did the podcast, it was the best episode. It was I learned more. She really revealed things to me that I had no idea happened to her on air i was like god damn and then i'm like people really don't talk to each other yeah seriously family 
part romantic partners friends do but people don't people really keep things secret and it's yeah. like i think it might benefit you and other people if you talk about it did she freak out afterwards like i don't know if i should have said that nope, like not at all she was wow. super cool well that so about a well, it probably two felt weeks, good for her to say it too felt amazing and it was so good and she really she's come to our live touring shows mm-hmm. and she's like we sold out the Wilbur Theater, which was like wow. 1,100 seats, Holy and I was shit. just Corinne and I, and I was like, "That's so cool." Thank you. I was so like so proud. I was so fucking proud of us that we did that, and it felt so good. So I had my parents come up mm-hmm. and see the show, and like I'm like, I want you have to see what I do. You have to because they're not gonna listen to the podcast. I don't want them to. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, even though Corinne's mom listens, she's a huge fan. Yeah. She's great, but she's cool about shit that yeah. my mom would be cool about. Um. And so when they saw, that was like one of the best moments of my life is when they got to see us come out on stage at the Wilbur in front of 1,100 people like screaming. That's so like cool. That, I was like, I, that's all I wanted in my life is for that. That's so cool. You know? So that was fun. Do your podcast fans ever recognize you when you're like out and about? Yeah. Like off, like a lot? I got recognized on the plane. Um, so cool. One the one of the first times it happened, Corinna told me it had happened to her bunch. I'm mm-hmm. like, this never happened to me. What the fuck? Well, your hair color is a lot different than it, your yeah. photo, so it's confusing. Well, even when I was brown, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I got butt hurt, and I was like, but also, it's so cool when Corinna would text yeah. me like, oh my god, this girl came up to me on the train. I'm like, that's amazing. That's so weird. Yeah. It's a podcast. Yeah. Um, a girl came up to me on the L train, and just started talking to me about her piece. Just didn't even say her name. <laughs> didn't even ask. Like and just, you were like, "What is happening?" Yeah, I'm like, "What's your name?" Wait, what? <laughs> but it's really, su- it's it's so it's sweet because everybody. The coolest they part. Think that the fans think that they know you. I think. T- of course, but I feel and like I, I know my listeners. Like I mean, I, I yeah. Like once because they email me all the time. It's and not they like, open up. Yeah. And it's, and it's it's and it's like wow. I I thank you for trusting me with your stories and shit. Yeah. Like that means a lot. Also, I listen to podcasts, and I remember I'm such a huge fan of Mark Maron. Mm-hmm. And I I was like first in line at his book signing a while ago, and I made Kringo with me, and I was so nervous to meet him. I'm like, hey, Mark. Okay, how's your cat? Is he he's uh, Boomer still <laughs> he, Boomer? Land? And he's like, what? God, shut up. Like. He was nice, but I get it. I get. He would know who you were. You know that he probably looks. Well, we've talked. Ne- we talked okay, after yeah. that and stuff. But uh, but that was uh, like very in the beginning stages of doing yeah. the podcast. Uh, okay. And I never like. Thought it was recently. No, no, no. I was like and, he obviously knows who you are. And I was so nervous and I was so excited. And but I'm now I'm like that with Chris D'Elia. I've never mm-hmm. met him, but I I found his podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just him. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just funny. him talking out of his ass. Mm-hmm. It's the funniest shit I've ever He's heard. Hilarious. Chris is hilarious. God damn it! He's Did so he, funny. Was, was he not at the store last night? I didn't see him. He's oh. always there. I hope he's there tonight. Mm. I'm at the Laugh Factory, and then I'm gonna go over to the store. I want to be. He, he's so always there. I tweeted him. I mm. tweeted him like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, I'm like, oh, it was so funny when you were ranting about Fire Festival. And, oh my god! And then when he likes, it, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like, Chris I can either him. be super personable or super moody. So don't be yeah. like hurt if he's like. Okay, good to know. Yeah, but he's no, he's super nice and he's great. He's so f- yeah, I have not laughed that. Oh my god, he he was one of the first people I started watching in comedy because he was. We had a lot of mutual friends. I mean, like, I'm meaning like in stand up, like going to the comedy store. This before yeah. I did stand up. We had a lot of mutual friends, and uh, we would go to his shows, and then I became friends with him. And he kind of sort of inspired me to get into comedy because cool. I would watch like his stuff He's over so and over again, just be like, God damn it, it's so. But funny. that's a guy who has a podcast. There's not. He didn't like sit down. He's like, What is it going to be? He just fucking talks. talks yeah. And it's so funny. Mm-hmm. That like it, so he when I found out he had a podcast because I always thought he was his stand up was yeah. great. I'm like, oh. That's going to be funny. Mm-hmm. And then it was. So, yeah, he's he's great. He's great. But uh, you were saying like you feel like, you know, people like when you like, yeah. listen to them. Yeah, I do that with Chris. I do that with Mark. So when people do that, I'm like, that's thank no, you. I like, totally, I totally you, understand. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, they remember things about. Yeah. 
And then the people that we meet after shows and or, or who come up and say hi, like they're so fucking sweet and nice. And a lot of times they like have this crazy career that they do. Qu- this one girl emailed us, and she fucking fly. She's a pilot. She flies mm. Blue Angel plane for the military. Oh I'm like, god. you are the most badass. Mo- oh my god! All these women like, and and men like they just do amazing important life world changing shit i'm like yeah. i'm so honored that you listen to me it's rant so about cool. dicks it's so <laughs> flattering that's so cool i uh I, i've done a couple uso tours where you like go do stand up for the troops i want to do that so bad you you have to i asked our agents i was like can we please do the troops they would love our touring show honestly it's uh well i don't know well i don't know about i've never I don't know how like live podcasts do it. We well, our live touring show is not a live podcast at all. Oh, it's not. It's a bunch of interactive audience games. Yeah, and we d- and we're like we're gonna do stand up. Well, so the only thing the only thing though is, um, the, at least the tour I went on is that you have to have super clean material. Because oh what they don't want to see that shit. I mean because it's because of like you know it, like it's like because of abuse and like sexual abuse in the military. Yeah, but like you can't talk about it around. Well, them. that's why it's fucking happening. Not oh, yeah. that's not no, it's the no, reason. I totally agree with but you. But that's like you guys take a step back. I totally agree. You're not with gonna you. fucking address it. So oh, that's gonna fix yeah. it. Like if you talk about it, then it's they're gonna get all riled up and then go yeah. Yeah, no, you talk about it, you joke about but it. But I don't know that might not be for every tour. I mean, but yeah. I just know that was a big deal when I when they made me submit. I didn't a tape. know that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. But you can submit a tape doing stand-up that is, that is clean. Be, when you fucking... And it's a lot of God. other comics, like, put it together. Like, it's like... Yeah, I, w- I went on a tour with a guy named Johnny Cardinelli because he's done a bunch of them. He's a comic. And what he does is he, like, picks a bunch of people, submits them to the government. The government has to clear you. Oh. And then you oh. get chosen to go, and it's Jesus. like... Jesus. Yeah, I'm not gonna, we're not going to get on that. No, but you could easily do... Oh, if the they government... To, I mean, we didn't get on iTunes for a year. We had to, like, call Apple. Well, no, we had to beg people to tweet it. I don't know though. It could have just been. It could have just been the one that I did. It's crazy though. It is crazy. It is crazy. That that's. I was nervous. I was nervous the entire tour. Just like, am I going to say the wrong thing and like piss someone off? And like, is there a general going to come up to me and get mad? That whole eggshell walking on Mm -hmm. eggshells way of doing things is why. Like one of the things that I've learned from doing the podcast. I, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say 75% of the world population were either raped or molested. Mm-hmm. I cannot. We get fucking almost five emails a day now from someone who was fucking raped or molested. N- most of the time, and no I've one's never about told it. anybody about mm-hmm. it. I'm like, it opened my, I mean. And they can was, only tell a total stranger. They're emailing a total right, stranger. That's right. so sad. And it, it, but because that's what the fucking society has made them do. It's fucking mm-hmm bullshit and i that's now my cause is like sexual assault and mm-hmm. i'll talk about it all goddamn day yeah and uh i've heard the gnarliest maybe stories you should campaign for doing it and yeah. making sure that you can do it like on a base in the way that you would want to do yeah. it yeah because i pr- i'm like people are so fucking afraid to talk about it like it not comics but mm-hmm. like other people and i'm like when you tiptoe around something that's what you that's how you keep it going don't mm-hmm. you see like mm-hmm. what the fuck my own mother i if i didn't do this podcast my own mother would have gone to the grave without ever telling me she was molested seven times like what that's that seven times yeah by different people how does that happen she told me all that i mean that's yeah it but it does oh women who women who have gotten raped like four times like years apart by different totally different circumstances one was roofy one and and you think you know a lot of i feel like people's reaction is like oh god really maybe you're doing something wrong then no no though nah she ain't Mm -hmm. no you don't think that but a lot of people do i think and but it's like no, listen. Like people are bad at listening, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I, I'm tend to be bad at listening too. I need to get better at that. But just you, bad at listening. you don't have to. Just t- when someone tells you about an experience, listen. Mm-hmm. Don't go. Don't 
brush shut it the off, fuck like, up and oh, listen. Oh, maybe you were too drunk, or maybe exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, god damn. I mean, I the darkest story, the darkest situations you could possibly think of involving rape and molestation. I have heard. Do people, so people email you all day long about that. What do you say when you respond? I can't. We can't. I can't, can't even respond fucking to read everyone. All of them. I can't even look at all the. I can't. God, that we would, get so many. Honestly, that would tor- that would torture me to feel like I read something and not be able to respond like that. Totally. I mean, I get. And enough. some of them are like, I'm about to kill myself. Some of the emails are like, oh my God. my, I'm 12. My friend just found out she's pregnant. She doesn't want to tell her parents. She's sticking a coat hanger up her vagina. Like oh that. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, that I have, I have already, but for those emails, I have resources that are really, really good. Here's where you can get money. Here's where the nearest, here's where you find out where the nearest clinic is. Here's here. Just take this. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, so those I I try and respond to, but at the same time, I physically, if I read all the emails, I wouldn't get anything done. And I just, I accept that. Like it's just what it is. But it, it really like, wow, we hit on something that. I had no idea we were going to hit on. Yeah. And I had no idea it was this big of a problem. Not even with that, not even with sexual assault. I mean, that's mm-hmm. with everything. But you guys started, I mean, I don't, I'm not asking you about anything that's happened to you, but like, it seems like you started it just as like, I've never, oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't like I've you never wanted had... to start a movement like that. Like, no, cause not it didn't happen to you. Yeah, yeah, I've never been assaulted. I've never been sexually assaulted. Yeah. There was one instance where I, I talked about it on the podcast where uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine who I really loved, who was so sweet, we were together for years, uh, in college one time, uh, I was, we were both drunk, and he, uh, we were having sex, and he was behind me, and then he stuck his penis in my ass, and I was like, no, stop. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And he wouldn't stop, and I pushed him off of me, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, what the? That was like kind of, I was pushing you off of me and saying no. What did he say? That's kind of, ra- he felt horrible, and, he felt, yeah. and, we, and we talked about it the next day, and I knew that he felt so bad. And yeah. I'm like, cool, never do that again. Yeah. And and then we we had a discussion about it. And we handled like that was that's the worst thing that's happened. Like yeah. in terms of that, I haven't really had any either. Um, <laughs> and and I didn't even really define that. It's as like when you you were saying like some girls have been raped like four times. Yeah. I'm like, and they they literally the, the subject line of the email will be I've been raped four like, times. Is this me? What am I doing wrong? That's so sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why the book. Corinne and I wrote a book. Yeah. That's fuck. Thank God we finally finished it. That was that's the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the in the page dividers for like set the sections mm-hmm. the section dividers we pulled email subject lines and we just put them sporadically like put them oh, on the page wow. uh and that is the most eye-opening thing to see mm-hmm. all of them together and go holy shit that breaks my heart the yeah. subject line is am i doing something wrong yeah oh oh dude i'm I, such I, like a like a vigilante type person that when i hear stuff like that i just want to be like so who was the guy that did it and how oh, can i kill him i yeah <laughs> oh yeah you're absolutely i feel the same way like i one of the oh God, the one show we did we did a show in arizona and this father he mm-hmm. um he was like mid 40s or something bald like with long hair and he had like a dad polo and dad pants and he looked yeah. really sweet and he was waiting in line to meet us after the show and i'm like huh that's not usually the demographic that comes away like i'm yeah. excited to talk to this dude because i love like it's always like young hot chicks yeah and and they're great and they're amazing and it's fun but whenever i see somebody that's not a young hot chick waiting in line to talk to us i'm like i'm excited to talk to that person and he started crying and he's like my daughter was raped when she was 15 it was about two years ago and i i started listening to your podcast and i recommended she listen to it too and then that was what gave her the courage to tell me she was raped and we we listened to your podcast together and it also gave me the courage to leave my wife because we had been she had been emotionally abusive to me for 10 years and she was crying and i was like Oh my, oh my god. god. That was the most oh I cry, like I tear up thinking about it. It was so like thank you. Thank thank you for being here and telling me that and and wow. Like I respect you more than any like it's crazy. 
That is so cool. It's fucking nuts. I'm going to be honest with you because we're, we're, we're talking more now. I was like, I, I, I had listened to a little, like I listened to the one about the, the girl that was selling whatever. And then I listened yeah. a little bit of the, the porn star one, which was, they were both, they were both good. But I was like, at first kind of like, because I didn't know much about your podcast other than that it was popular. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk to her about. Like, I don't, because I was like, I was like, I'm kind of a square. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, blah, blah, blah. I didn't realize, like, how, like, different it was than my perception of it. Like, I was almost nervous to podcast with you because I was like, oh, is, really? it, is she just going to be talking about, like, dildos and blowjobs? And and, but I like, love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But it's like. that creates a strong impression, too. Yeah. But, like your podcast is clearly so much more than that. It's like so fucking cool. It's crazy. You're really doing something cool. And I, and I f- I'm yeah. very, very and impressed by it. I'm impressed. You know, but the coolest thing is something as simple and easy and free and possible for any person in the entire world to do that mm-hmm. would make everybody feel better, themselves feel better, possibly even people around them, mm-hmm. is to talk about shit. It's, and be honest. That's it. Yeah. Just Not be pretend very like honest. you're better than you are. And, and like, everyone yeah. fucks up. And yeah. we're all, pe- that's one of the things we say all the time on the podcast. We're all pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you should have a self a sense of humor about yourself. Mm-hmm. You should fucking, like... And if and if you're if you're shameless about stuff, yeah. like who fucking cares? I always make fun of myself, and then I'm like, but I don't care. I know who I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's great. Yeah. That's amazing. And I th- and ho- like a lot of a lot of women are very self conscious, and they don't allow themselves to be who they are because they're trying to fit into this mold that mm-hmm. they don't even realize they're trying to fit into because it's been put on them since they were kids by little tiny things of like your brother can do that, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably why the, these things. girls love your podcast so much. Yeah, and honestly. Guys Who Fucked is female Viagra. Uh-huh. It gets chicks wanting to fuck. Oh, is, I, there, oh pe- is there a podcast called Guys We Fucked? Wait, no, sorry. Your podcast is called Guys We Fucked. Yeah. Sorry, no, I thought you were saying there's a different one. No, 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 no. But uh, what I'm saying is, like, g- the, the podcast is, I've noticed it gets more women actually more interested in sex. I see. Because cool. they realize, oh, this is why I don't want to do, I'm not speaking up, or I'm saying this, but I don't want this, and... We all do it, but mm-hmm. to hear somebody else say, ah, oh, I'm doing this, but I really got to be honest, and then actually hear somebody be honest with the person they were fucking, it's like, oh. And then it's like, well, sex can be, like, fun mm-hmm. if you just talk to each other. Yeah. I guess I think that's, like, the moral of what you're saying is, like, you were saying, like, you know, like, you would have never known that about your mom, and people don't talk in their, their like, re- relationships with their couple or their partner. They don't yeah. talk to their parents about stuff. Like, yeah. it's... It just lays under the rug forever. Because it's, well, it's hard to talk about things. I guess. It's not hard. But then, but it feels so much better after you do. Yeah. I think I, I'm so like in love with the relief of talking about stuff Mm -hmm. that I'm like, uh, I want to do it all day. It's like therapy. I want to do it all day. You're never afraid anymore because you're just used to it. I I am. I mean, there's still things that I won't say. There's, there's stories or things I've done or things about me that I I just, I want to keep for me. Like if you you were newly dating right now, like you're in a comfortable relationship. Totally. If you were newly dating, would you be like anxious if like someone didn't text you back right no. away oh uh maybe would you? that i would but i thought about this a lot because i'm uh-huh. like man if i what if i like what if i was single and i try to like just like either get a boyfriend or a fuck buddy or something like i even know how to go about doing that but mm-hmm. i'm like you know i would be very honest with what i like sexually mm-hmm. like that's something i've never done with a partner like and on a like Steven on a first date or just no not on a first date i don't know it depends on how it goes but yeah. uh if the subject goes there but or just i, I don't know i i think I would probably be nervous about the texting back thing mm-hmm. still. Cause just that's, like that's the fun general part of, stuff of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fun just part like, of chasing like me to that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, and it, but it's, but that's something that gets lost when you've been in a relationship for six mm-hmm. years that your partner of six years 
for most people can't give you that feeling. Yeah. But of course not. That's not where that yeah. feeling comes from. You get a yeah. different feeling that's great from a six-year relationship. And like, I'll tell Steven if I have a crush on somebody. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I just do. And he'll tell me too. And I think it's, that's it's great. normal to have a crush on somebody else. Yeah. And then also like, and I've talked to him about this, like, would you ever want to open up the relationship in terms of like, maybe we could fuck somebody else mm-hmm. separately. And he doesn't want to, but I, I, I tell him like chasing dick made me feel alive. I like, I think back in my early twenties, <laughs> I'm like, that was, Oh, that felt so good. And it was just, I loved it. And so, uh, yeah. Being single is fun. I, I, I'm so single for the fun. first time in my like, entire life, pretty much. It's so much fun because you're going to run into a lot of pieces of shit, mm-hmm. as you do, but then you also might have fun adventures. And you want... It's just fun. I, the not knowing thing is really fun. Yeah. Stability is great, but then every once in a while, you're like, ugh, boring. Yeah, but stability is great. It is great. Having a buddy for life is pretty fun, I That's think. That's cool. Yes. But, uh, uh, and, but you can possibly get to a place where because i know couples that are like this and maybe steven and i will get to this place mm-hmm. and maybe we won't i'd rather be with him than not yeah um and and not have that but if you could be in a place where you have that that's like your person mm-hmm. for life and you like love and respect each other and uh and then every once in a while you're like i want to just chase a dick yeah and then you do and you're like cool i'm done i just think there's a lot of people like that yeah and it seems to work yeah i don't know i've never been in a relationship like that but who knows but i've also yeah, I'm mean, not that old, I guess. Also, yeah. Uh, well, I feel you like can't people do think it. I can't just, do like, it fuck all day, fuck all You can't all do night. it in your 20s. No one is emotionally stable enough for that. Oh no, that's not a possibility. Oh, my God. I was a wild child. Yeah, no, that's not a possibility. Well, this has been really, really, really fun. Like, so much like, fun. It's honestly, so much different in the best way possible than I thought it was going to be. Like, I'm really grateful you came on here. Yeah, I'm grateful to do it. And I ha- like, I feel like people have, like, even I'm like, don't judge anybody. But I'm like, oh, okay. So she's like some reality fucking star. And then I get her, I'm like, you're so cool and, like, <laughs> fun and interesting and smart and Thank have you. good questions. And you're a very good interviewer. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Hell yeah. Uh, Christina Hutch is my social media handle, K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A. <laughs> That's a long story. <laughs> but uh, actually, no, it's not. It's just my mom's, let's do something different. Um, Crazy. And Guys We Fucked is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Sweet. Spotify. And they can find like your stand updates on your website and stuff. Yes. Christina Hutchinson.com. Sweet. And then you guys can find me at Rachel R A C H A E L N O B R I E N on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, as always, feel free to email me. I want to hear from you guys at info at Rachel All right. Bye. <laughs>